Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Study in the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。The longest life, Genesis chapter five. Do you know the names of all of your grandparents? I know the names of my family going back to my great grandparents, but after Oli, Mary, William, Leona, Axel, Maria, Algot, and Eba, things get a little fuzzy for me. Can you imagine? Only a few generations away, and I don't even know my own family members' names. Think about it. In just a few generations, your own family. May not even remember your name, but will there be something of you which is lasting? What part of you will be carried on through the generations? Will you leave a legacy with your biological children or spiritual children? Will there be something of you left for future generations? I've received my DNA from my family. My eye color, my height, my skin color, my body type—this matches my other family members. What else has been passed down? How about godly character, work ethics, care for others? Yes, probably these traits have been passed down as well. My parents taught me; their parents taught them. My parents have also prayed for me. As have my grandparents and great grandparents. When I was not even two years old, my Swedish great grandmother Ebba looked at me and, in her endearing Swedish accent, now famously pronounced, "I just know she's going to be a missionary. She's so friendly." Then there are also people outside of our family who have influenced me, such as my mentors, teachers, pastors, and friends. There are a lot of people who have helped me to become the person I am today. How about our ancient family? Have they passed anything down to us? How have the first few generations of our family affected us? Genesis chapter five records clearly the first ten generations of our family. They are called the ten antediluvian patriarchs. Antediluvian means before the flood. Their names and ages have been meticulously recorded in Genesis chapter five. Genesis chapter five, verses one and two. This is the written account of Adam's family line. When God created mankind, He made them in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them, and He named them mankind. When they were created, have we heard this before? Yes, in Genesis chapter one, 
Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 to 28. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And again in Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. In the first five chapters of the Bible, this important truth is clearly written three times. God created man and women. This is a fundamental truth. If we do not believe God created us, everything else is meaningless. Do you know God also created you? Your creation is poetically written about in Psalm 139. Psalm 139, verses 13 to 16. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God wants the entire human race to know He made us. He is the Creator. Continuing in Genesis chapter 5, we have a list of the 10 antediluvian patriarchs, the names and incredible lifespans of the first 10 generations of humankind. Here are the 10 names and how many years they lived. Genesis chapter 5 verses 3 to 32. When Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image, and he named him Seth. After Seth was born, Adam lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years, and then he died. When Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh. After he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Seth lived a total of 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh had lived 90 years, he became the father of Cana. After he became the father of Canaan, Enosh lived 815 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enosh lived a total of 905 years, and then he died. When Canaan had lived 70 years, he became the father of Mahalalel. After he became the father of Mahalalel, Canaan lived 840 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Canaan lived a total of 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalalel had lived 65 years, he became the father of Jared. After he became the father of Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Mahalalel lived a total of 895 years, and then he died. When Jared had lived 162 years, he became the father of Enoch. After he became the father of Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Jared lived a total of 962 years, and then he died. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. After he became the father of Methuselah, 
Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God and then he was no more because God took him away. When Methuselah had lived 187 years, he became the father of Lamech. After he became the father of Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Methuselah lived a total of 969 years. And then he died. When Lamech had lived 182 years, he had a son. He named him Noah and said, He will comfort us in the labor and painful toil of our hands caused by the ground the Lord has cursed. After Noah was born, Lamech lived 595 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Lamech lived a total of 777 years, and then he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Mysteries. Now we learn some facts about our family, some pretty strange things things I cannot understand. Mystery number one. These people lived a long time. I want to live to be an awesome old lady. 100 years seems good to me, but compared with my ancestors, 100 is nothing. Can you imagine living hundreds of years? On the downside, living so long, you might make more mistakes, have greater sins. If you don't enjoy your family and friends, it could be a very, very long life. On the good side, you could live to see many, many generations, and you would be able to pass your life experience on to those generations. These people could really know their ancestors personally. Adam could have known all of the antediluvian patriarchs except for Noah. He could have passed down to them much important first-hand information. They could have known where the Garden of Eden was. They could have known about the temptation with the serpent and the great consequences. Adam had to live a long time with the consequences, and he had to explain to his family members why they had to work so hard farming. Adam passed down a lot of important information about God, but he also passed down something terrible, sin. Mystery number two, Enoch, he never died. Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. Enoch walked faithfully with God, and then he was no more because God took him away. Enoch walked with God, and then God took him. Maybe God enjoyed Enoch so much he wanted Enoch in heaven? Or maybe God wanted to spare Enoch of the things to come? We have a little more information on this mysterious Enoch in the book of Jude. Jude is the second to the last book in the Bible. Jude chapter 1 verses 14 and 15. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all them of all the ungodly acts 
they have committed in their ungodliness. And of all the defiant words, ungodly sinners have spoken against him. By the seventh generation, there is a lot of ungodliness in the world, in their actions, their ways, and their speech. Enoch knew God was going to judge the world. He felt so strongly about this, he named his son Methuselah, which means when he dies, then judgment. Later, we will read in the year of Methuselah's death, God's judgment through the flood came. Interestingly, Methuselah is history's longest living man. So it seems Methuselah lived so long because God was being merciful and holding off his judgment. Methuselah lived 969 years, five years longer than his own son. Though Methuselah's name prophesied judgment, there was also some good news. Methuselah's grandson was Noah. Noah was also given a very special name, meaning rest or comfort. Lamech named his son Noah and said, He will comfort us in the labor and painful toil of our hands caused by the ground the Lord has cursed. Lamech and all the others knew the ground was cursed. He looked to his son Noah for some rest and comfort. Five years after Lamech died, the flood came. By the time we reach Noah, what has happened to the humans? Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 to 8. When human beings began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw the daughters of humans were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Mystery number three. Nephilim, what are these? Scholars have different theories. Some think they are offspring of a human woman and an angel. I really do not know, but it is weird. I have to say, I don't understand everything in the Bible, but I still trust it. I will look forward to heaven where all of the mysteries are revealed. The status of the human race. At the time of Noah, the numbers of humans were increasing. People were also increasingly wicked, and God was contending with them so much, he decided to reduce the lifespan of humans to 120 years. From that moment on, the lifespans of people gradually decreased. 
In this dark picture of humanity, there is a ray of hope. Noah found favor in God's eyes. We will soon find out, because of this one man's righteousness, the entire human race was saved. One man, Noah. If you ever thought your one life could not be significant, remember Noah. God saw this one man, one righteous man, in the midst of millions of wicked people. And God had a plan for this one solitary life. One person's righteousness can make a difference. There may be wickedness all around us, but God sees one person who is determining to walk with Jesus, and he will use this person to accomplish great feats. Have you ever felt like you were on your own following God? Maybe in your family, in your workplace or school? How were you able to shine the light of Christ? God's plan. Adam, Seth, Enosh, Canaan, Mahalalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah. These 10 generations of people were all a part of God's plan. They led all the way to Noah. Then after Noah, there were 10 generations leading to Abraham. God's judgment of the world was prophesied by Enoch and his son Methuselah. And God's salvation was prophesied by Lamech and his son Noah. Judgment was coming, but so was salvation. And of course, we know this plan of God was going to stretch far beyond Noah and the flood. This plan was heading straight for Jesus Christ, the ultimate Savior, the one who has saved us from the judgment of God we deserve. Praise God for his amazing plan given for you and for me. Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.